We're gonna talk about this for a while. I have been up for the past three hours trying to understand why why we can't do better. So over the semester break, I also took a very large social media break. Cluttered my head, cluttered my mind. Drama, 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 drama. At the very easy job that I have. Um, fortunately, that has been resolved and thing of the past. And my experiences over the past decade in New Orleans have improved considerably as a Puerto Rican in the city. I've dealt with it before. I worked at the airport where I would have co-workers that would give Puerto Ricans just, it's just a nonsense, man. You, how do you know? It's in a book, first of all, that says Puerto Rico is an accepted form of ID. Has their driver's license, not their voter registration card. Their driver's license is accepted documentation. They're part of the U.S. It says it in the ID book. And then to be still fought tooth and nail by coworkers who are checking IDs and boarding passes by Puerto Ricans who choose to travel to New Orleans was frustrating. And the momentum we gain in just awareness of our cultural identity, I, I'm finding it wasn't as like widespread as I had hoped. Um, I know there are people who know what a Puerto Rican is, or at least when they say I'm Puerto Rican, they go, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, not to argue with them. They're like, okay, you're Puerto Rican. I've heard that before. You know, they've heard that before. That's, that's really what the acknowledgement, you know, that's what's number one on the acknowledgement list for a Puerto Rican is, oh, I've heard of Puerto Rico. Um, you know, but I am finding that New Orleans, you know, there are a lot of people in New Orleans who are trying to reconfigure the long withheld labels and designations that New Orleanians have. Um, they, they literally look at four key factors if I had to break it down into checkboxes. And when they go down those those that list, 
and they reach the end of the list and you're still telling them no, Puerto Rican is not on that list. And neither is Haitian or Jamaican or Caribbean, you know, whatever that we self-identify with uh, as, you know, as our national origin, it's not, it's not wide scale. And to my point is after a wild weekend at work, uh, but good, I log on to social media just to see, well, actually to post something about my cats. They were being cute. And I'm like, I'm going to post a picture of my cat. And I heard something that just made me feel so disappointed for my city, New Orleans. My heart broke for this Puerto Rican man who went through what he did at the airport because the lady was just straight up ignorant. She was wishy-washy. She had word salads. She did not know why she was denying this American citizen his rental car that he prepaid for. And then to top it all off, the deputy that handled it was rude AF, which, again, doesn't surprise me because I came from that department and I filed I filed an internal affairs complaint against several deputies because of the similar racist attitudes. That's why the department, you know, nudged me to resign from the department and let me know that I was not welcome there is because I filed an IED complaint. Uh, internal affairs and you uh, I mean don't say blatantly racist thing in things in roll call don't actively discriminate against African Americans do not actively discriminate against Hispanics in a room full of other Hispanics Hispanics were encouraged to enact Hispanic on Hispanic racism because of the white people in the room. Because, well, not because of the white people, because they weren't man enough to stand up to these white people and say, I'm not going to talk to my, my people like that. I, I, I don't care if this person was Honduran, Ecuadorian, Mexican, and national origin. You don't be a part of the problem when someone wants you to raise up your voice against me hinting. But I'm not surprised that the deputy talked to 
to people like that. That's how I was spoken to as a deputy on the force. I worked with those people. And it still made me irritated because I heard the disrespect. That's a man to a man. And it's like you you're trying to act like you're not going to talk down to either one of those because you go on a scene on a call to that woman's house that deputy the way he's talking to the hispanic man would be talking to her just like that straight up says i don't care what your side of the story is on his body cam so you know he talks to other people like that. You know he talks to people consistently and gets away with it. You know his captain knows this deputy is racist and still permits him to patrol a neighborhood that has Hispanics and African-Americans in it. This is who is patrolling your streets in New Orleans, in Jefferson Parish. This is why I'm glad I resigned from the police force. I signed up to protect and serve and... I was encouraged to do the opposite. Now, they didn't, they did not suggest hate crimes. They did not suggest, they did not. I will go on record saying that they did not, they encouraged me to be a jerk. They encouraged me to be degrading to the people who we wanted to call 911. We want the community to call 911. We want them to support pay raises and this and that. Why do you think this company hadn't had a pay raise in over a decade? Because the deputies did not exactly protect and serve. They got a pay raise a year and a half ago because they fluffed the right person. It's not because the community 100% supported them. They just lobbied the right person to push the millage to get a promotion. And then they got all jealous because they found out all these incoming rookies, myself included, were going to make at living cost when they had to scrape and suffer and marry people that they hate who they can't divorce anymore because that would take half their pension, which would mean they'd get Pretty, and honestly, legit, I did the math. From what I got out of my pension, if I had stayed on 30 years, it, it wouldn't have been anything. It, it would have been a laughable amount to even bequeath to my child. And it wouldn't have paid for all the medical bills I would have had to do. It it. it all the psychological help I would have had to receive, it, it wouldn't have covered any of it. 
it, it would have left me impoverished. And I get why they were upset. But they were still enacting jealousies over, instead of saying, hey man, congrats, you know, this is awesome that you're going to be better off. They got jealous and they they tried to block to to quote a phrase, to borrow a phrase, they tried to block them. But they're asleep and they don't understand how uh, you know, I didn't block my blessings. And when somebody tries to deter what is supposed to be, it, it goes wrong on them. They, you know what I'm saying, whenever I didn't accept their block and returned it back to them metaphysically, spiritually, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, nah, you guys, I didn't even cry when I left that job. Like, and I spent years of my life. So, I, I can see very clearly how toxic and abusive that job was. I mean, there were months when I started where they would play around with my extra job money. And there were months where I was literally starving. I had a job. I was employed. And because of what I was paid and because of all the extra stuff I was going through because of my divorce, i.e. lawyer bills, I, I went on two months almost starving. Like, they literally forced starvation on me because they were trying to make a problem. You know, at first, I thought it was some sort of weird hazing initiation thing. Uh, but then when I, trans when I was transferred to sit at the 4th District where I was at, I heard a phone call from the captain talking about another death. I don't know if it was a phone call or he was talking to another lieutenant. But he straight up said, well, we're going to have to show him. How about if we take away his details? And, you know, we'll, then he'll start thinking, right? And I went, holy crap. That conversation right there just verified and justified what I had suspected about everything that I was previously going through. They tried to embarrass me by trying to send me through a, a re-FTO, refilled training thing. The premise was my reports were crap. But my, my two FDO officers, who I did not know anything about the reason, supposedly. I kept asking about my reports, and they're like, no, they're spectacular. They're great. 
blah 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 i'm like really that's awesome and then they turned they would turn to me and said well why are you going through fbo and i turned back at them and say well they said my reports and i don't think i i fully believe they thought i was being sarcastic because i had just asked about them and they just said there's you know spectacular my first sergeant literally would tell me, oh, I just have, you know, a high school education and, you know, barely pulled the C in English. And I would sit and stare at him and not respond verbally, at least. But I'm sure my eyes were saying, yeah, and I wrote thesis papers in college. So... <laughs> what's your point buddy like like I, this is one of those situations where it's like what what do you say to them except something condescending and i'm like i can't say that out loud because then that would that could be insubordination there but now i can say it um but back to the incident at msy so i don't know why this why he was here, but he was here either on leisure or business. He chose to visit the city of New Orleans. Oh no, he says something about his son. He, he was here for something with his son over here in the city. He rented a car in Puerto Rico, fully paid, gold star member for Hertz. I mean, like, he's rented in the U.S. clearly before and never had an issue until he came here to New Orleans. And he meets this lady who clearly has no idea that Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. And even though it's printed on the driver's license, she still pulls I'm going to be an ignorant person card and demands that he show a passport so he can rent his car. Mira, chica, es Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico es parte de Estados Unidos. ¿Está bien? ¿Sabe? Bueno, apparently, I don't know what his response is, but she doesn't like it, so she calls the detail cop, who I, I, I can't place vocally, but I'm pretty sure, like, I can't remember, I don't remember his name, but I almost can't, I guarantee you, KP. Then he starts in with his rudeness. Oh, I, he, he flat out tells, I don't care what your side of the story is. And yes, they talk to domestic abuse victims just like that. I saw a deputy, one of my last calls with that company, I witnessed on body camera. Now, I don't know if they deleted my body camera. They, they could very well have deleted my footage because, you know, incrimination. But he should have had his 
body camera on too because you know they follow the SOP. A handicapped woman was trying to relate a story. She was already hysterical because her her nosy aunt tried to interfere with her personal business between her and her dad. The lady was cognitive enough to make her own decisions to function as an adult. She just has a mild, more than a mild, but she had a severe mental handicap, but that didn't incapacitate her thought process or her adult decision-making process. But her aunt didn't see it like that. Her aunt chased her out the library where she was reading, chased her down a busy highway, into the Winn-Dixie where her father was. This girl was hysterically upset. The aunt was continuing to harass the girl and the father and create a scene at the Winn-Dixie. The girl finds solace and protection in the employee break room where she's maybe, you know, it's not, it felt like she was allowed to usually be there except for this day when the aunt was harassing her. She tries to relate an issue that would have amounted to a, a battery and maybe a higher charge because she was impaired from her aunt. This deputy starts screaming yeah? Oh, yeah? Is that right? Oh, really? She did that? I mean, ugly, nitty, rude. My mouth was on the floor. Okay? My mouth was on the floor. I'm sitting there going, wow. And I got my body camera on, and he's really being like this. I was actually in motion to file another human resources complaint against this deputy. But then they started their stuff and I had to resign. So this incident took place at the end of July, beginning of August of next last year in 2022. The girl called us back because she wanted to report the incident with me and then decided she didn't want to bother reporting something to the police because he got into a fight. Oh, I set that lady straight. I told her that and that I don't I don't know that stuff. But you know, I told her I placated her. I said, I know you care about the family, yada yada yada, but she can make her own decisions. There's no I said there's she's an adult. She's twenty something, ma'am. Like She's 20-something, and it's proven she can make, there's no power of attorney, that you don't have anything except sticking your nose. I didn't say that part like that, but now I can say that. Except sticking your nose into their business without their permission. And you nearly, you chased, you chased her down on a busy highway. I mean, this highway is incredibly busy. You put her in danger because you can't keep your nose out of her business. But yet he placated the that woman 
the woman who stuck her nose into business where it didn't belong, but berated a handicapped man. So yes, this is how Jefferson Parish deputies talk to their victims. Back to MS1. He didn't let that man get a word in edgewise. And then the lady was like trying to take away this Puerto Rican man's First Amendment right to free speech. Oh, he came in recording. You can't ever come into Hertz again. Baby, you got closed circuit television. First of all, let's let's start with that. Do you think that you don't you're not recorded? Guys. I am fighting all sorts of petty right now. I am fighting anger toward the police department. Because not only have I experienced it from them, I have experienced them talking to other people like that. And now you're going to straight up talk to me, gente, like that? Baby, I got free speech now. I, I can say. I can speak. My voice can shout from the rooftops now. There's no more gag order, baby. None. And yes, yes, I am furious. I am... Oh, you don't even know. I have been up. It's three o'clock right now while I'm recording this. And I watched it at midnight when I got home. This has got to stop. New Orleans, we have to do better. You have been exposed to the Hispanic population now for almost 20 years. Like, heavy exposure. And there are a lot of New Orleanians that that actually understand the Puerto Rican box. The people in my patrol area and the people in the patrol area next to mine I patrolled the 4-1. People in the 4-3 knew I was Puerto Rican. And they respected that. So don't tell me, ma'am, that you have never heard of a Puerto Rican. I guarantee you, you have heard of Puerto Rico. Now, you probably ain't never been. And I don't don't identify yourself if you ever go to me, Isla. And you better act right, ma'am. Bring your passport, ma'am. Please bring your passport to Puerto Rico and see what you look like. Go ahead. Do it. You're going to walk out that airport going, why did he look at me like that? Because, ma'am, Puerto Rico is in the Estados Unidos, and you don't need one. Right now, 
Puerto Rico, call for your independence. Call for your independence. Now, I know that doesn't help that man because he would, if, <laughs> if we were an independent nation, he would need a passport. And then you wouldn't have, he'd have his passport. The man knew he didn't need a passport. He has traveled across at Estados Unidos in the mainland so many times. And he was right. Did you ask for the people for Texas? You say an out-of-state driver needs a passport. But he's right. You, you didn't have nothing to say, did you, boo? Huh? Did you? When he asked you if you asked for people from Texas or California for their passport. Everybody who knows they need a passport, ma'am, has their passport. And then that's what? Mira, llamar su manager. Llamate su jefe. Si te tiene un pregunta. Ya no sabe? Mira, pregunta. Ask a question. Come on. Don't do that. Don't do that. Why? Why do you think? You think that JP? Took you seriously, ma'am? Do you see the tone in your voice? He was irritated for the both of y'all. He was irritated because you called him over there for that. What part of disturbance? What part of disturbing the peace was that Puerto Rican man doing? Standing there? As his right as a human? That's not disturbing the peace. That might be disturbing your peace. But your mind, ma'am, ain't in the right place today. Don't discriminate, baby. You don't want to be discriminated against. Don't discriminate against me, gente. I understand why New Orleanians have such a hard time understanding me because my features my hair is curly and textured my hair my skin depending on how much time i spend on the sun apparently it goes from pale to olive and the olive complexion is honestly something that's been happening within the past three to four years so it's i get I get why people are confused when they look at me. Pero that man, he was speaking perfect English. He was speaking better English than you, ma'am. Better English than you. Why? Porque tiene un accent? Tiene un accent? You know, do you know, do you know all the accents in the world, ma'am? I can change my accent depending on my attitude. Baby, I just changed my accent like four times if you don't believe me. And guess what? That accent is Puerto Rican too. So don't, like, seriously, don't label this a certain accent. 
I'm fighting discrimination at a local Walmart. It's really, I'm not, and I, you know the reason why I don't go full throttle is because my child has already, already has fears and remembers what those people did to me and said to me and how they treated me in that store. And it's one of those where it's frustrating because I can go up to the managers and understand them. I said, it's discrimination. It doesn't matter. The definition of discrimination isn't under one thing. And I throw people for a loop when I say you're discriminating against me because I'm Hispanic. So now you're oppressing me. And the reason why I don't go full throttle on that is because I'm not going to give those people power. Because chances are, even though it fits the definition, it comes from insecurities. But what happened at the airport, full on discrimination. My, mi gente, we're going through enough on my island. We are being gentrified on our homeland. We are facing a modern day genocide attempt. They're trying to kill the people by taking away their electricity by making it so they can't afford to live in their family homes, which they have lived on pre-Columbus. 1491, my family, mi familia, vive in Otuado, Puerto Rico. And we are being pushed off the island and regenocided today. Because, why? Because some rich, rich people want tax breaks? Or because they want the land that they're going to run ragged and deplete and then abandon? So yes, yes, this disrespect in New Orleans, this is enraging. This is disgusting, New Orleans. Ma'am, you have an identification book. You have the same book that the TSA gets, that the Sheriff's Department gets from the DMV. Con todo el fotos de identification. Se aceptamos in Estados Unidos. And guess what? Puerto Rico es en el listo. Entonces, ese hombre tiene un tarjeta de military. Y ella no quiere aceptar eso. 
Why? Because sometimes, man, being stubborn is not cute. Okay? Sometimes just going, oh, okay, you have military ID? All right, that's accepted. Thank you very much. Get out of my face. That's all your job is, ma'am. That's all your job is. Who were you saving the world against, ma'am? What was this Puerto Rican doing in your face that perturbed you? Huh? What was he doing? What privilege was he exercising, ma'am? The privilege of vacation? Take one, ma'am. You need it. Go take a vacation to Puerto Rico. Use your passport, miss. I, girl, I, I'm going to have to summon all my ancestors, all my Orishas, all of them, to keep me away from the petty. And I ain't even worried about the stupid cops. They can, they, they're going about their day. They're going to get out of my face. I'm not going to bother them. Because if you incite that, that that's a whole plan of mess. That is just no matter, like I said, no matter what, these people, when they believe a lie, it's amazing how that lie comes out alive in their head. And no matter what, they think they're the shit and they got you under a fucking, like, in a corner or something. And it's like, baby, you don't even have me in the same room. Like, where is this? This they they really do. It's um, it's freakish, but it's terrifying because, again, they carry guns. These are the cops that are kept on the force. You know what they do with the good ones? They they try to fire them or they try to make them quit. They had been trying to make me quit for five years. Why? Shit, if I know. That ain't my problem anymore. That's going to be between them and their end-of-life judgment. <clears throat> you know what I mean? That's That's on them. But don't. New Orleans, no. No, we're going to act better towards me, Henry. This, There's no please involved because we're going to do this. We need to expand our minds. It's beyond time, honey. It's 2023, almost 2024. We were part of the African slave trade, too. We are your ancestors. Come to Puerto Rico. Come see the houses of the Sudan. The trees of Madagascar. The religion of the Yoruba. Alive. Come listen to the songs of our ancestors. Puerto Rico is one step closer to knowing your roots but bring your passport because you're gonna need it and i've seen people hack i have seen 
American citizens using their passport to go through the airport to get to Puerto Rico. And it makes me nervous. It makes me look at them and go, wow, I am going to rock their world. I come up to them and say, I'm Puerto Rican. I've had, this is coming back to New Orleans. I have had black people, Amer New Orleanians. I've had people hate me and tell me that I'm showing off because I speak Spanish. And they get mad because all I do is give them a look and raise my eyebrows. Now, there have been some utterances of, well, it's because I'm Hispanic, but it's very few in between because they don't always want to hear it. They just want to knock you down. They want to knock they wanted to knock me down a peg. And for me to come back and say, "Well, I am Hispanic." So that makes sense. They don't want to hear why they're wrong. Just like that lady. She didn't want to hear why she was wrong. You could have opened the book to the page, gone the ID showed it to her, read it to her, explained it to her, and she still would have bought you on it. I would put money down. It is beyond ridiculous because guess what, ma'am? If that would have happened, you could have just went in the back and asked somebody who knew the answer, or even do the Google and search it, is Puerto Rico a U.S. country? See, sí, claro, of course it is. Since the first genocide, honey, since uh, Christopher Columbus, we have been a territory of Spain, and then we were a territory of the U.S. right now, for now. I'm telling you, I'm working through the petty. This is going to be a very vivid podcast, but is hopefully it gets the petty out, and hopefully I can get it. It's been such a strange week, and this does not... Well, <laughs> I can't say I'm surprised. I, I will say I'm disappointed. Even though I'm not surprised, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed with that lady. Unfortunately, I have to agree with her in the way they handled it. Retraining is first step to accountability. And if she does that again, she can't say she didn't know. Even though this is still blatant, outright discrimination. 
I mean, like, what, what part of, it's not because my ears are attuned to the Puerto Rican language did I understand this man and his English. This man was very fluent in English. He speaks better English than I do. Okay? This man speaks way more properly than I am right now. Of course, I am in Boricua rage mode. So I'm dropping a lot of my etiquette. I mean, New Orleans, how are we going to do better? Baby, we can't keep that heart closed to the other nations. We can't keep the heart closed to the ancestors. We can't. The ancestors spoke to us through Katrina. Katrina was a forced change in so many lives. It was a tragedy. It was a separation of families. It was a new start to a better life for a lot of New Orleanians. It was a wake-up call to how bad our criminals are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what Houston did. And you know how we facepalmed it and went, guys, really? They're hosting us and you do that? New Orleans. The Hispanic culture has always been a part of New Orleans. And these people look to us as a safe haven because of that history with the Spanish culture. They're going to go toe-for-toe with you, baby. They're going to go toe-for-toe. When they get a grasp of the English language, if they are not already proficient, that's why you guys don't like Puerto Ricans. It's because we go toe-for-toe with you, and we do it better. And you don't understand how this white looking person can go match for match with you and not cower. You guys never have liked that. It's been my experience. It has been my experience. People have tried to shame me. And the way, I mean, it's one of those situations where I can look at it from a, that's how they show their love for people. That's how they treat people they care about. So it's not always a statement about check your privilege or, you know, they're not trying to tell people they're not woke. Sometimes it is because they see you as, or they saw me as a younger person, which I was. And that's how they were talked to as a child. And that set them straight. So, you know, it, it goes back into the, I had, again, I had many decades of sorting my story out in New Orleans, and that's how I came to understand generational trauma. That's how I came to understand how the way I was speaking to people and how I was speaking to myself needed to change. And 
how I have to understand now, then, and in the future, how just because you have to listen to what their intent is, not what they say, not necessarily how they say it, not how they come across. Because, again, they could be stressed out, tired, irritated, and it has nothing to do with you. But you say hello, and then, hi. Okay. Hi. Thanks. That's, if that's all you wanted, that's what you got. And because they spoke to you, that says a lot to, to people in New Orleans. Like, I don't like it. I don't understand it. And according to my lady who raised me, don't ask. She tells me that I never responded to a good morning. How I have been since I have been a toddler. I offended so many people by not walking into a room and saying good morning. When they would say good morning, I'd wave instead of responding verbally, and that would set them off even further. Now, I can't tell you where they're at on that journey because I'm no longer in daily contact with that group of people. I know that there's been a shift in that particular dynamic. There are some people who can still greet everybody with a good morning right off the bat. But a large part of the people, they've, they've, I don't know what's changed, but I'm glad it does because they don't take offense to not having said good morning or having good morning said to them or even right away. You know, they, they actually legit respect that sometimes you need a big old cup of coffee before Melissa says, Good morning. It could be new. If I ain't got that coffee, baby, <laughs> you, chances are your life is And that's just being completely facetious. But it, I'm seeing there's a shift. Even, in, I can't say it's a young generation thing because the people who I'm seeing the shift with are people my age group and slightly older. So there must be some sort of dynamic that I came to the decision on my own and some sort of dynamic that shifted group-wise. Um, I have my own theories about that, the, the good morning thing, and that's why it's, that's why I really wanted the practice to end because I felt that that was a slave a master to slave thing. I feel it is any dynamic that has to do with a, a superior forcing uh, the, the seen but not heard or announce yourself when you walk into a room in case we're talking about something we don't want you to overhear. I feel that that particular practice was put into place for discriminatory matters. Now, I don't know why I came to that conclusion at the age of three, 
and carry that with me throughout my lifetime. But I believe in reincarnation and not everybody. Um, it could be something that's passed down through my genetic code. Again, generational trauma. Uh, it's still within the span of decades to where it would have been experienced. Um, you know, I'm the child that assimilation did not work on. Even when I tried, like, even when I assimilated, assimilation did not work. So, I'm special. In many ways. And I feel calmer now that I have that out. But New Orleans, we really, come on, ma'am, it's okay to be wrong. We as humans are wrong on a consistent basis. I guarantee you, if you would have went into the back, looked at your little book that they provide, or asked the Google, Siri, is Puerto Rico United States territory? Is Puerto Rico part of the United States? Yes, Puerto Rico has been part of the United States since. I, I'm a bad Puerto Rican on that part. I don't know when we became a colony of the U.S. Guado, I think, was founded in 1763. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe because Guado wasn't a declared state of Puerto Rico is why I don't know. Or is it because, you know, really agree with Puerto Rico still being a U.S. colony? We either need to be a state United States or independent Puerto Rico. Because this stuff, this stuff is ridiculous. But then again, we could be the 51st state of the United States and these people over here will still these These people will still, still not comprehend. And that's, that's the sad part. She should have known. She's old enough to know. She's beyond old enough to know. Y'all can travel down to Jamaica, St. Kitts. Oh, Jamaica's got. So you guys don't go for your history? No. No, you don't. And New Orleans, that's the problem. There's a lot of systemic problems here in New Orleans that nobody wants to address or change. And I feel that people are just hoping that Just does. One day you wake up and I don't know. But New Orleans change is purposeful. Change is mindful. Change takes practice. It's not something that's automatic even though you decide to make change. I, I've seen the way you guys make decisions. I should do that. 
No, man, that's too hard, man. Oh, man. You didn't even try. Let's try New Orleans, please. Por favor. Por favor. You know, I will answer all your questions about why I look like I do, how I look like I do, and what it means to be Puerto Rican. We love to talk about Puerto Rico and how it means to be Puerto Rican, okay? We love it. You know there's Puerto Ricans surrounding you, baby. Terrytown, Mattery, New Orleans. We we are here. We live in your city, people. I know you guys have seen me and heard me coming down the way. My patrol area knew I was on shift because at 6 in the morning on Saturday, it is Salsa Saturday, okay? I don't care if you're coming in from the club. Boom, I'm on shift. I'm just letting you know, and I'm letting you know by playing my music. Yata Sabi, you know. And we got the good music. So don't even go with that Aventura stuff. We got the good music. The salsa. The reggaeton. The bamba and plena. We got the good stuff, boo. Don't be mad at us. We are part of the U.S., you know. you welcome. Come come explore your roots in Puerto Rico. One of the trees. The flamboyant was planted by an enslaved African. They wanted to let people know where they have been. Maybe they even planted it to try and find a route back home, like breadcrumbs. It's okay. I look for this tree when I come back. Did they ever come back? I can't tell you that. I don't know if they made it down to Brazil or if their journey ended in Cuba. Because Cuba is the last place in the Caribbean that has flamboyant trees. Now, I don't know about the Dominican Republic, but I've the Wikipedia and the, everything online says it's bound up to Cuba. So he, they either ran out of seeds or that's where their journey ended in Cuba. That tree doesn't travel by air. And the furthest back that tree grows is India. Like I said, our houses. Motocurla Marina in San Juan. Don't go via San Juan. Perla Marina, which is like right next door. It's in a via San Juan. Pero abajo. 
Those houses are painted like the houses of the Sudan. Brightly colored. Our religion is Yoruba. Your Catholic saints originated in Puerto Rico, in Cuba, in the Dominican. Amazing how all the Yoruba people collectively decided to hide the Orishas and the saints without any other type of communication. Mi gente es su gente. And you're going to treat us like that? United States, you're going to treat us like that. After all the contributions we have done to the mainland, for the mainland, while holding our nation in our hearts, it's going to come down to a no car because no sorry my company accepted your car your payment and this and that oh because you're exercising your first amendment right and guess what ma'am even if he wasn't a citizen of the united states he still has that first amendment right to videotape this situation one for legal purposes two to protect his life. That man was scared. That man didn't want to pull out his identification because he didn't want to get shot. Now, I will say this about JP. For whatever they lack in intelligence and common sense, They do make good decisions when it comes to drawing or not drawing. It's not the training department. It's whatever whatever they do hire in deputies. There, there are very few deputies where you're like, holy crap, did he just pull his gun again? So that, that is a good Thing that department has going for it. Even the most racist cop on that department will think four times before he pulls out his gun. But that man was scared. He was still scared to show his other ID to prove he is an American citizen because he didn't want to get shot. And honestly, he the deputy didn't use his force because he didn't want to do the paperwork, which is smart. But he didn't want to even be on that detail, and he should have called him. There are plenty of people waiting for people to retire to get that detail. And if you didn't want to work, boo-boo, you could have stayed home. Like, you have an option for that. You can have a day off. 
but instead you don't want to be with your family, so you choose to come to work and be pissy. You see how that translates? Not so, no, not so bueno, deputy. It's obvious. It's obvious to the victims you handle. It's obvious to your coworkers. Just saying. It's on your hands, sir. New Orleans, we have to do better. We're the big easy. We're the good time city. Please don't put a sour taste in these people's mouth. Because guess what? They got some rich Puerto Rican stories. We we are people that are in that I would have to just guesstimate on top of my head without Googling over 98% in the poverty lane. Myself included. I'm not rich by any stretch. I'm working. I'm trying. I'm hustling as clean as I can hustle. But I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's that, still that 1% where they got, we got sway, honey. We are not just like there are African Americans with sway and power and privilege. And they're still oppressed and marginalized in many ways. It's but they still have sway. The Puerto Ricans still have sway. You're in a right to work state, man. So I don't know why Hertz decided to keep you. Because you showed right there in that video that that you you really should be retired, man. Maybe go take a trip to Puerto Rico. Bring your passport, man. Go ahead. Bring your passport to Puerto Rico, please. And explain to them that you live in Louisiana and that you're the lady from the video. I'm, I'm telling you. My mouth struggling to not be petty and I'm going to have to work through these feelings in the next couple weeks you really insulted us ma'am you didn't just insult that man you insulted the Puerto Ricans of New Orleans and I include Metairie the New Orleans metro area is included we've been through enough My grandparents were picked up in Arizona by I don't know who, but apparently they left children in the car for hours while they interrogated my grandparents about being U.S. citizens. Ma'am, we went through discrimination. We were hung. We were genocided as well. We need to unite and not help further the divide.
why you didn't like him because this man didn't just go, baby. Come on. Come on. You're fine. Come on, boo. Why? Because he didn't degrade you? Why? Because he talked to you? Like he was educated? How dare he, right? Oh my gosh. How dare an educated person? Oh yeah, I got discriminated too for that. Talking to people like they were humans and using not even big words but words that educated people use the same thing how dare I speak Spanish when it's my native language how dare I use words that show how educated I am I'm the first in my family for college I'm not going to play that stuff down. I might act like this for character, for emphasis. But when it comes down to it, when people like you, ma'am, speak to us and try to thwart some sort of weird ass power play. This is this is exactly what this is at the Walmart that I'm fighting with. Is this this girl is insecure and is trying to thwart some power, but that power only exists if I give it to her. Problem is I'm not giving it to her. That's another reason why I'm fighting my feelings about that. Is because if I it and I attack it. I'm giving her attention, giving that attention, and it's not worth it. My daughter's peace, my peace, is worth it. I know I'm right because if I wasn't right, then I wouldn't have been able to process the same check at the other three WalMarts this past few months. So, one Walmart, I can go to another. Move on. You know what I mean? It, I'm past the stage where I can look at it. But I will fight for this man. I promise you. My people need a safe voice in this city. People need a safe voice in this world. Our existence. Our existence is being threatened. In modern day, right under the noses of these people who ask us for passports. Rivers are being polluted. Rivers are being inundated with crocodiles. People are putting crocodiles. They're not native to Puerto Rico. And they're eating the resources, the local resources. They didn't bring crocodiles when they were transported. They would never bring crocodiles. Crocodiles are sacred to Africans. So whoever's doing it has no reverence for the crocodile. 
they have no reverence for its history and for its symbolism. That usually points to an entity like Luma or Big Brother who is trying to oust the people, make it impossible for the natives in 2024 to live on their rightful land. Why are we still fighting about Colonizers, you've done enough. You've destroyed enough nature. Thank you. Please go find another puddle to land. New Orleans, we have to do better. We are an inviting city. Your heritage is Spanish. It's in you. It's in you. Maybe it is in you, whether you define yourself as real or not. Chances are, if you go down in your family line, you have one Spaniard or five. This is why we as Puerto Ricans don't pull up the punches whenever we we don't deny our African heritage because we know it, it it's undeniable. We embrace it. We have woke to our roots. We still practice our ancestral roots from Africa. We have to do better. These are your brothers and sisters, ma'am. And while you may not talk to your brothers and sisters proper, that might be the way you talk to your family. We do have to realize that we are in a tourist society, ma'am, here in New Orleans. And that starts at the airport. What if you pick the wrong one, ma'am? Think about that. You, uh, you, you run your mouth. I bet. Oh, you picked the wrong one today. That's a famous quote over here. So don't deny you said it at least once in your life. What if you picked the wrong one, Miss? I'm sorry if you had a disagreement with your significant other, or your family, or or if you know, let's see, it was May 9th that this happened. So, or if you were feeling some kind of way because, you know, Mother's Day and you may have just lost your mother. I don't know. But you were clearly looking to somebody to fight. I don't know why you thought that deputy was behind you because he's not. That deputy was behind nobody except the desk and was mad that you called him over there to do his job. Because everybody said this job is cush and I don't have to do anything. And here I am. When he was looking at, he was trying to get out of a report. When there was no report to be had because there was no public disturbance. Being Hispanic in public is not a public disturbance legally, man. Again, I had to fight, I had to come to terms with this as a police officer. 
I was technically termed as a peacekeeper. I can't let people disturb my peace because I was a keeper of the peace. I was a keeper of the peace in the legal capacity. And as my calling in life, I'm still a keeper of peace. I am still a peacekeeper, but in a different way. can't let people disturb your peace, man. Just because you were wrong? Own your mistake. Acknowledge it. Own up and move on. Don't call the cops on somebody because you because you were wrong. Yeah, I told people when they were wrong when I was a police officer. And so many times I had men drop their jaws on the floor whenever I choose the woman as the aggressor, deem the woman the aggressor. What? What? You on you on my side? Yeah. What, you think I was gonna just because I'm a woman I'm gonna be on her side? No, I'm gonna listen to both your sides. I mean, I'm gonna make a decision. But ma'am, you were wrong. Two thousand percent, and please be blessed that you still have a job. Because not only did you deny a person, you tried to ban him. You tried to speak in the name of your company. Okay, you tried to speak in the name of your company for a lifetime ban. But you ain't ever gonna rent from Hertz again. Really? You ain't God, ma'am. You ain't the supreme being of Hertz. And they showed you that you weren't the supreme being of Hertz, right? I hope your retraining goes well. And I hope you keep that little book of IDs next to your desk, ma'am. Because you know what? Now I want to go buy a house in Puerto Rico just to get a Puerto Rican license. Like, that, that's the level of petty I'm at right now. Like, I would go drop money on a house to get a Puerto Rican license. That being the only purpose to go and rent a car in my own city and see how you treat me. That is the level of petty I am fighting right now, people. But New Orleans, you guys have been improving. I will give you the kudos. But we have to do better, man. We have to do better. It's not like that guy who I used to work with went on to go, oh, thank you, Melissa, for letting me know that Puerto Rico is a state. No, he stood at the podium fighting me, fighting me on it. I even said, I'm Puerto Rican. We are part of the United States. Fighting me on it. Still. And then I said, mira, ven acá. And I signed them in. I said, go. I'll take this. You know, I'll, it, look, if they're not right, I'll take the rap. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Have a good flight, people. Go back to Puerto Rico. Mira, don't look at the crazy gringo. Porque, yeah, yeah. No, no, mira. Gracias. Adios. Bendiga, bendiga, bendiga. Ma'am? When you book your trip to Puerto Rico, take your passport. 
you might need it. You might, you know, since you are going to another country and everything, please use your passport. Use your passport to get your car. Because I want them to give you crazy ass eyes all the way through your damn trip. Okay? I want you to get stopped from the Puerto Rican police and show them your passport. Please, ma'am. Please, show them your passport. Because that's what you want. God, man, please, please actually watch the modules. Please intake this information and process. It doesn't cost anything to be nice, ma'am. It doesn't cost anything to be patient and listen. Okay, so there may have, there might even, you know, okay, there might be an accent barrier. Chances are he was struggling with how you speak, too. I still struggle with how New Orleanians speak. There are different fluctuations in the vocal patterns over here in New Orleans. And she was getting excited. And if I were in his shoes, my grandparents struggled. They were in this country for over 18 when they came. My grandmother died when she was 85, 84-ish. So, seven decades? And they still struggled with the English language, you know, comprehending and speaking. It's like they never left the island. They never lost their accent. They never lost their language. Please, be patient. And there are a lot of tourists that come down here that, like, they look back and forth and they have that glazed over look, like Americans, like, you know, out-of-state people that you ask for your passports from Texas, ma'am. Because, you know, your policy says that out-of-state people need passports. You can't deny you said it. It's on the body cam. And it's on his You blatantly said out-of-state people need passports. And when he asked you if you asked for a passport for people from Texas, you tried to backtrack. I don't know what you replied because I got angry and I stopped you. People who are lucky that I stopped watching are likely my former The only other department in St. Charles that works at airport, Kenner wouldn't have responded. JP is the detail there. Unless they got booted, uh, which doesn't surprise me. But I don't think they were going anywhere. I don't, I have no faith that the police department will do better. Zero. I have a negative percentage of faith that the police officer. But ma'am, you really need to know that you deal with tourists day in and day out. That is your job. That ignorant deputy probably has a patrol beat in a cushy neighborhood where they look like him. 
unfortunately, he hasn't. He has a claim to ignorance, and you do belong, man. You should. You have a book. Literally, you have a book. It's not changed since the invention of graphics. I would flip my if I retreated like that. You know what trouble that would cause? How would I get back from Puerto Rico without my passport? I don't let I I found a passport book. I don't think it's like the current one, which is expired. I, 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 you know, side soliloquy. It's on the list. It's on the mental list to renew my passport. I'm going to get around photo. And then, then one day I shall go and renew my passport. Like, I've got trip in mind out of the country. But I'm being lazy, ultimately. I'm making excuses every time I have the finances to lay the money down to go renew it. Um, that is a wall. You know, it's, it's goes with when I'm ready to own up to the promise I made to myself, it's going to happen. I'm going to get motivated and I'm going to do it all in one fell swoop and I'm going to go, why didn't I do this sooner? Um, but enough of my soapbox. I'm guessing this is this <laughs> turned into an hour. Um, I'm infuriated. I, I really am. And it has been fueled by recent postings that I've read about what is still going on on the island. And it is ridiculous. Congress, you need to recognize Puerto Rico. You need to. You're, we are your citizens. We all know that you are vengeful people. Greedy people. But dang, come on, man. Again, Congress, is this how you treat your family? Like, America, we need a change. We need a collective change. I, I, I you know, the answer isn't just is not as simple as independence. Because what we fear the most as Puerto Ricans is what happened in Cuba. It's separation from our families. It's lifelong sentences away from your family and not able to go back to your own home country. That's, that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, The suffering that happened to the Cuban people and the separation that happened that is still going on in Cuba today 
generations dying and not being able to see their loved ones, not being able to attend their funerals, not being able to learn about their homeland and their home culture on the Yoruba. I mean, this is what we're afraid of with independence is corrupt politicians. And here we are have corrupt politicians running and genociding people still in 2024. Natives, natives, we are still trying, they are still trying to eradicate us. They're fueling, fueling discrimination. They're fueling oppression for their own gains. You know, I, this is so big for me to tackle right now because I don't have even a squirrel or a nut to put in a row in, in a complete sentence about this. But I know I want to be part of the dialogue. I want a better nation for my child. I want my children, I want my nephew, I want my family to be able to bravely choose independence and still be able to see their family and not worry about the nation was spooked. My grandmother ran coffee farms. Her family had land, still has land. The lawyers in Puerto Rico are screwing around with that land. We're trying to keep the land in the hands of Puerto Ricans. And they're screwing the Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans are screwing. I don't know about the lawyers. I don't know if they're Puerto Rican or not. But they're still giving these people trouble to purchase a share of their, essentially what their own land was. It was an inheritance, so they had to purchase it. Everybody, we have to do better. We have to, as a human race. Ma'am, good luck on your retraining. I really have nothing nice to say after this point. I hope I forget her face. Because, again, I do not, Lord, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in her mind. She was not thinking. Instead of just saying, you know what, I, okay, I'm wrong. I'm sorry, sir. I, you know, they didn't, you don't even have to say you're wrong. Just say, oh, my, you know, oh, find out you're wrong. Oh, my manager says it's okay. Just blah, blah, blah. And then let him walk out with a bad taste. How can I say? He wanted to get in his car and go see his son. Now he's triggered every time he comes down to New Orleans. Guess who he's not going to come visit readily? Because of you, ma'am. You just traumatized somebody. And then you added the cops, who you knew weren't going to do nothing, 
what were you going to expect him to do? What did you want him to do when you involved JP? Why, JP don't play? Man, they play every day, man. Now they don't do shit. But that deputy created shit. That deputy spoke to that man wrong. Shame on you. Because nobody else is going to tell you. Shame on you. That is disgusting. You don't talk to people that way, sir. I don't care if he interrupted your lunch. I don't care if he did interrupt your nap. Because, yeah, you guys do nap on shit. Don't play like you don't. I can tell you right now, each one of you naps. Shame on you, sir. Shame on your department for not holding you accountable. Shame on your department for not taking away your detail for a legitimate reason. You shouldn't be playing with the public, baby. Not when you speak to them like that. You guys got mad when I spoke to people with respect? This is why they got mad at me. I spoke to people with respect. I didn't talk to them like that. That's why they didn't like me. Shame on you, Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Department. Shame on you. I'll be back when I get my head right. When I process this incident. Now I'm scared to travel to the airport. Even though I don't have to rent a car, you you they treat me just as shitastic when I come through that airport. Not everybody. There there are people that are very nice to me. But this this is how people treat people who are different than them when they come through MSY. They'll take the white person's money. They'll treat another African-American with respect for the most part. But you look different than any of the boxes that they check. It's a whole other ball game, people. I stay in New Orleans for personal reasons. The minute the gods allow me to move and say, okay, it's time. Believe me, I will choose another state. You know what? I'll make my move back home to Puerto Rico. That way I can get my passport in. When I come to visit New Orleans, I'll be sure to rent from Hertz. Okay, okay. That, that for sure is less of the penny because my cats are demanding my attention. And I really do want to go to bed before the sun comes up. I, I hate that this incident triggered me like this. I hate that. But it might be a good thing. It's helping me process. It's helping me find a voice. 
It's going to remind me to be very nice when I go through the airport in a couple weeks for the Puerto Rican Day Parade in the Bronx, New York. Well, Manhattan. All right. Good night, good morning, good day, whatever time you are listening, if you're listening, when you're listening, how you're listening. 